Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The regular season winding down fast around the upper Midwest. In the MIAC, the WIAC, and the Northern Sun. One week to go in the regular season, and we're going to get a game report out of the MIAC today, and quite a football game today, Bethel at Augsburg, and this one goes right down to the wire, Don Stoner joins us from Minneapolis and Augsburg, quite a game, Don. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to speak too much in hyperbole, but I've been around this conference for 26 years, uh, 26 years here at Augsburg. And this was one of just the best all-around football games I've ever seen um, here in the MIAC. Uh, It was just a classic from start to finish, back and forth, um, both teams just giving their all. um, And it was a game, you know, incredibly clean game. There's only two penalties in the entire game, just one punt. Um, Each team scored touchdowns on four of seven drives. Uh, it was a back and forth all the way, and uh, Bethel ranked number nine and in one poll and number twelve in another poll in Division Three. They come out on top, thirty to twenty-seven over Augsburg. Um, game decides the Skyline Division title for the Royals, um, so they will take on St. John's next week, and Augsburg will take on Gustavus as the number two uh, finishers in the Skyline and Northwoods Division down in Gustavus. Um, but this game just went right down to the wire. Bethel was leading twenty-eight twenty. Augsburg had a couple of chances to score. Um, One drive ended on an interception with 11.03 left, but then Augsburg's defense forces a Bethel turnover on downs at the 23-yard line with 4 minutes and 13 seconds left. The Augies drove down the field in 11 plays, converted a huge fourth down pass for 30 yards from Cade Sheehan to Dominic Smith, and then uh, four plays later, Cade Sheehan, quarterback, sophomore out of Rochester, Mayo, scores on a five-yard rushing touchdown with 31 seconds left to play, cuts the lead to 28-27. The Augies decide to go for two, and unfortunately the pass was intercepted by Bethel's Devin Williams in the end zone. He goes back 100 yards um, to get the two-point defensive conversion for the Royals, and the Augies tried an onside kick recovered by the Royals, and that sealed the victory. Cade Sheehan, 25 of 37 passing for 261 yards and two scores. Um, Braden Treader caught a 22-yard touchdown pass. Um, Dominic Smith caught a uh, touchdown pass. He also completed a halfback two, uh, completed a halfback option pass in the second quarter. And, um, Treader caught eight passes for 69 yards. Smith nine catches for 123 yards. 
Um, for Bethel, quarterback Jaron Rosti played in the first half. He completed seven of ten passes for 64 yards and a touchdown, but he uh, left the game due to an injury. George Bolt played in the second half at quarterback for the Royals. Um, they had a couple of players. Let's see, Bryce Kunkel for the Royals gained 109 yards on 18 carries. He scored twice in the third quarter to lead the Royal offense. Joey Kidder, the uh, wide receiver, um, caught two touchdown passes, one from wide receiver Aaron Ellingson on a uh, halfback option touchdown pass of 25 yards. I mean, talk about uh, an incredible game. Both teams completing successful halfback option passes in the game. Uh, He also caught a 25-yard touchdown from um, Jaron Rosti in the second quarter. Um, Again, just an outstanding game. Two great teams playing. um, And uh, Bethel certainly uh, is worthy of going up uh, next week uh, up to St. John's to take on the Johnnies in the conference championship game. They're 8-1. Augsburg 6-3, a winning season for the Augies. Um, and they'll finish. We'll finish their seasons next weekend. Yeah, once again uh, down the road at Gustavus. Thanks, Don, as always. Thank you, and, th- and thank you, WCCO, for um, giving small colleges a chance to shine. Yeah, another year of college football final. It, it, it's been great, and we'll do it all again next week uh, for sure. Once again, Don Stoner from Augsburg. We love a football game there, and it goes the way of the Bethel Royals, 30-27. to Gustavus beat St. Olaf, 49-37. to St. John's beat Carlton, 45-16. Bethel at St. John's for the conference title next Saturday. McAllister outscores St. Scholastica, 54-35. And the other tilt in the MIAC, Hamlin at Concordia. Jim Sella joins us from Moorhead. And a big day for the Cobbers, Jim. You're gonna make me follow Don Stoner, Steve. Yeah, why not? That's a, it's a that's a that's a tough gig on that <laughs> yeah, one for sure. Uh, but as you said, uh, it was all Cobbers. It's fifty-nine and nothing. Uh, Cobbers scored twenty-eight points in the second quarter alone. Uh, had ten in the first quarter, fourteen in the third, uh, and they rolled to the fifty-nine nothing win over uh, Hamlin. Uh, it was the same with tilt on the stat front as well. Cobbers had 473 uh, yards. Pipers only had 52 yards. Cobbers had 23 touch, or first downs rather to the five for the Pipers. Uh, Cobbers did a couple of, of things both on the ground and in the air. Uh, Concordia run, running back Peyton Mortensen, who's from Marietta, Minnesota, down south, had 23 carries for 119 and four touchdowns. Uh, and then uh, through the air, Owen Miller caught seven passes, two touchdowns for the Cobbers. Cooper Mattern, the Concordia quarterback from Fargo, was 16 now for 23 for 218 yards. Uh, as far as defense goes, uh, Zach Greibel led the Pipers with 13 tackles. Uh, and that's about all you can say for this game, as it was Concordia from start to finish. Uh, and Concordia will play at Carlton next week in the three the teams that finished in third and then hamlin will be at saint scholastica uh next week and well they had a barn both teams had barn burners against their opponents next week cobbers uh went to overtime to beat carlton up here in moorhead and the pipers lost by a point uh against saint scholastica earlier in the year so two good games coming up next week and like i don said to you steve Thanks so much for the MIC uh, for WCCO shining the spotlight on small college football. Well, thank you, Jim. Always good to visit with you. There he is, Jim Sella from Moorhead. Once again, uh, 
Concordia, big win today. Uh, just uh, one week to go in the regular season. Cobbers beat Hamlin 59-0. Let, let's jump over to the WIAC east of the St. Croix today and get you the finals there real quick. Whitewater beat Stout 16-7. It was Ashkash shutting out Stevens Point 45-0. Lacrosse having a great year beat River Falls 24-17. River Falls has had a fine season. And Platteville beat Eau Claire. 38-14. to 14. Here are the standings in the WIAC with one week to go in the regular season. And, of course, when you want them to load up, they won't. Uh, Lacrosse and Whitewater at 5-1, and one, but Whitewater won the head-to-head. Plantville in third all alone at 4-2. and two. Let's get back to the schedule. Once again, one week to go in the WIAC. A lot of Minnesota kids. Uh, play across the St. Croix in the WIAC. And here it is, uh, the final week of the regular season. Plantville will be at Lacrosse. Stevens Point visits Whitewater. Oshkosh will travel to Eau Claire. And uh, Stout will be in River Falls. All of those games, uh, 1 o'clock start, with the exception of Plantville and Lacrosse. They haven't announced a start time there. We're going to take a break right now. We'll come back. Uh, we'll hear more from the Northern Sun as well. Uh, Wayne State, first ever win at Sioux Falls today. Tom Frederick standing by with, uh, with a report. Uh, we're still waiting to hear from Kevin Reed. Big win for Bemidji as they take down Northern State. Minnesota State beats Southwest Minnesota State. That and much more on the way here at News Talk. E3OWCCO. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And that big showdown today in the SEC, number one, Tennessee, number three, Georgia. All Georgia and Athens, GA. It's raining now. Georgia leads at 27-6, a battle of 8-0. Tennessee hasn't had too much to smile about today on the road. Quick update on the MIAC European football. Yeah, men's soccer, St. Olaf. Knocks off top seed Gustavus 2-1 in the playoff title game this afternoon. And in uh, the women's championship game in the MIAC, St. Catherine uh, wins it all. They beat top-seeded Carlton 1-0 in overtime today. So there you go. 521 here at News Talk, E3O-WCCO and uh, we'll have a chance to run down all the scores. Jonathan Lowe is standing by with the Big Ten and the Top 25. Let's get to the Northern Sun while we have a moment. UMD beat Augustana 34-24. Bemidji State beat Northern State 24-14. Minnesota State beat Southwest Minnesota State 45-24. MSU Moorhead nips Concordia St. Paul 21-20. Minot State over Mary 11-10. That's for bragging rights in North Dakota in the Northern Sun. Wayne State wins at Sioux Falls 31-24, and Winona State beat Upper Iowa 45-7. Speaking of that Wayne State-Sioux Falls game, let's bring in Tom Frederick. Wayne State won its first ever game against the University of Sioux Falls, defeating the Cougars 31-24 in Sioux Falls. The Wildcats were 0-9 against the Cougars and overcame a 14-point third-quarter deficit to improve to 8-2 and two this fall. Wayne State keeps its Division II playoff hopes alive with the win. Sioux Falls has now lost three in a row for the first time since 2011 and is 7-3 and three for the fall and most likely will miss the postseason. Wayne sophomore quarterback Nick Bowen threw for 165 yards and three touchdowns and he ran 18 times for 115 yards and another score. His TD passes were 39 yards to Mason Lee in the first period as the Wildcats took a 7-0 lead, 28 yards to Trevor Marshall in the third quarter, and finally the game winner of 17 yards to Jaden Johnson with about nine minutes to play. That came after Bone scampered 56 yards in the first minute of the fourth quarter to tie the ball game at 24. USF running back Thurl Reisdorfer carried 27 times for 137 yards and two touchdowns, two one-yard runs in the second period as the Cougars took a 14-7 halftime lead. Kane McWilliams intercepted Bowen and returned the pick 29 yards to give the Cougars a 27, I should say a 21-7 lead with a minute to play in the third period. The Cougars led 24-17 after three, but had nine penalties in the second half, seven of them in the fourth quarter, that uh, greatly aided Wayne State in all. 11 infractions for 130 yards against Sioux Falls, most of them major penalties as the Cougars 
lost their composure. Wayne State had 309 yards total offense, the Cougars 302. The Wildcats had two turnovers, the Cougars won. USF did block a Wayne State punt, which resulted in a short field and a touchdown in the second period. Final again from Sioux Falls, Wayne State 31, University of Sioux Falls 24. The Wildcats 8-2 host Moorhead. The Cougars at 7-3 finish the regular season next Saturday at Upper Iowa. All right, very good. Uh, Tom Frederick, once again, uh, sending that report in a little bit earlier today. The longtime voice of the Cougars in Sioux Falls. 524, Ryan Klinkner now joins us from Collegeville. St. John's uh, wins it, sets a stage for Bethel coming to town next Saturday and on the line, BMIAC Championship and a berth in the NCAA Tournament. Ryan, good to visit with you, and the Johnnies get a W today. Uh, likewise, Steve, you, you stole my lead, so I'm just going to jump right into my second sentence. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Johnnies outgained the Knights uh, 520 yards to 221 in the 45-16 win. Defensively, St. John's totaled five sacks, and senior cornerback John Kohler intercepted two passes in the end zone. Quarterback Aaron Severson, a junior from Minnetonka, ended the day an efficient 20 of 26 passing for 276 yards and four touchdowns. Carlton's Jackson Cleveland intercepted one of Severson's passes, which went off uh, SJU receiver's hands, 67 yards for a touchdown in the second quarter. Johnny cornerback Caden Saxon, who is a senior from Hopkins, meanwhile, had a 69-yard pick six negated due to a roughing the passer penalty also late in the second quarter. All-America tight end Alex Larson, a senior from Eastridge, caught a career-high 10 passes for 125 yards and three touchdowns. The three scores enabled Larson to become SGU's all-time receiving touchdowns leader among tight ends with 20 in his career. With the win, SGU is now 39-0 all-time against Carlton on the gridiron. The Johnnies host Bethel for the Mayak title next Saturday, while Carlton returns home to host Concordia Moorhead in Northfield. Yeah, and uh, Ryan, big showdown with Bethel. They played earlier this season in Arden Hills. Bethel won that one, a chance for St. John's to get revenge, and that automatic bid to the NCAA tournament's a big crowd in Collegeville next week. It, it looks to be a great Saturday. I don't know if you looked at the forecast. I checked my phone, I think, uh, last evening, and they were saying snow on Friday, perhaps, up here. So, But Saturday, way, sunny and 31. That That's what yeah, it looks well, like yeah. on Saturday. That That's <laughs> here in the cities. Maybe a little cooler up in Collegeville, but, hey, if the sun's shining uh, down there in the trees, it should be fine. Yep. It should be great. Are you going to come up, and uh, you're always welcome to do the show up here, Steve. Oh, I, I would love to. Shaletta did a show from there earlier yep. this season. Yep. I, I would love to, but here's the problem. I go on the air at 2. I, I would have to probably focus have to on miss, that. Yeah. I couldn't watch the game. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I'd love to do the game on the radio, but I think the, the holder of the St. John's radio rights and the folks at Bethel probably wouldn't like that. So, um, but <laughs> well, uh, hey, we look. Steve. Yeah, we look forward to hearing from you though next week, Ryan. As always, it sounds great. We'll do. All right, there he is, Ryan Klinkner, uh from Collegeville. St. John's beat Carlton forty-five sixteen. It'll be St. John's and Bethel next Saturday at one. And yeah, there there is a chance of rain or snow on Thursday and Friday. Looks like Veterans Day will be cloudy and cool in a high near thirty, and then on Saturday sunny and thirty one here in the city. So I think they'll be okay uh, for the regular season finales 
around the MIAC and the Northern Sun next week. It is 528. We're going to take a break right now. We'll come back with the weather. We'll have another Big Ten and Top 25 scoreboard with Jonathan Lowe and hopefully some more game reports uh, from the Northern Sun today. Some big games. Bemidji State gets a W. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about the lay of the land in the Northern Sun uh, as well before 6 o'clock. Don't forget Timberwolves and the Rockets from Target Center. Cal Soderquist in our pregame show at 6.30 today and at the tip just after 7 o'clock with Alan Horton. Uh, the Timberwolves a game under after getting beat by the Bucks on Friday night here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. We'll have another rundown of that uh, regional scoreboard, Northern Sun, M-I-A-C-W-I-A-C. Uh, Big 10 and Top 25 coming up uh, momentarily, and we should tell you, Coming up after 6, we'll get a report from Lincoln. Andy Greeter was there covering for the Pioneer Press. He saw Minnesota Valley to beat Nebraska today, 20-10. to 10. We'll do that following the news at 6, so stick around for that. And then, of course, the Timberwolves tonight. The Timberwolves take on Houston at Target Center, second night of a back-to-back. They got beat by the Bucks pretty handily. The final score, the Bucks were in control and they are now 8-0. The Timberwolves fall to 4-5 and five on the season, and that starting five still trying to figure it out uh, early in the season. All right, let's bring in Jonathan Lowe, Big Ten, top 25 scores. Uh, Jonathan, the Golden Gophers become bowl eligible with the win today. That's right, Steve. They will be uh, playing sometime later in December, maybe early January. Who knows at this point? But if a, they run the table, yeah, they, 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 they could. could get a pretty good bowl game out of it. Yes, but right, that's that's a long ways off. We're not thinking yeah. about that. That's that's in the in the distant future. Right now, we're thinking of the present. We're thinking of today and what today is. In all, in all intents and purposes, and is, is another wonderful, beautiful, glorious Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere. We get it rolling in the Big Ten, where it's midway through the fourth quarter. Michigan State is trying to win their se- for the second time in the last seven games. They've lost five out of six. They lost four in a row earlier in the season and five out of six overall, but they are up right now with about six and a half minutes to play in Champaign, 23-15 over number 16, Illinois. Illinois just got stopped on a fourth down at about the 15-yard line, 2015-yard line of Michigan State and turned the ball over on down. So Sparty trying to run out the clock, maybe get another score, make it a two-possession game. But right now they're up by eight, and they just they just pulled off a big run to get into Illinois territory. So a big uh, potential win, a potential upset for Michigan State today. It is early fourth quarter in Bloomington, and it's all over but the the shouting. Uh, number 15, Penn State, is rolling over Indiana 45-7. to The Nittany Lions, after losses to Michigan and Ohio State in the last few weeks, looking to get to 7-2 uh, and two on the season. Finals from earlier today, we figured the Hawkeyes and Purdue – might be a bit of a scoring matchup difference with with Iowa's defense, Purdue's offense. Iowa's defense won, and Iowa's offense actually came to play. They got 17 points in a quarter this season. That is that is stunning news. Uh, they went up. They end up beating the Boilermakers 24 to three to the Hawkeyes, and they get to five and four on the season. Drop Purdue to five and four, and that Big Ten West, especially if Illinois loses, is going to become much more muddied. Also today, Wisconsin trying to get back into the picture for 
a decent bowl game, a bowl game in general. They take down Maryland at Camp Randall 23-10. to As Steve said, the Gophers went to Lincoln. They started sluggish. They, they were down 10 nothing after the first quarter. No score in the second quarter, so 10 nothing deficit at halftime. The Gophers then came out and rolled off a few points in a row. They actually got 20 points in a row and end up beating the Cornhuskers 20-13. to The Gophers now bowl eligible at 20-13 and on the season. Mo Abraham, 32 rushes, one 128 yards and two touchdowns on the day for Goldie Gopher. In Evanston, Ohio State was a big favorite, more than five touchdown favorite over Northwestern. The weather conditions did play a part. It was gusty and blustery all day. It was rainy all day, but Ohio State's offense didn't really show up until maybe midway through the the second quarter, and it still was sluggish throughout the day. Ohio State doesn't care. They get the win. The second-ranked Buckeyes now 9-0, 21-7. They defeat the Wildcats, and Northwestern is reeling. They have lost eight games in a row. Coming up in just under an hour from Piscataway, number 5 Michigan will also look to get to 9-0 on the year. They are at Rutgers. Now we go to the top 25 scoreboard. It is getting late in Pittsburgh and the Pitt Panthers are going to upset number 20, Syracuse. Uh, that's going to be three losses in a row for the Cues after they lost to uh, Notre, uh, Notre Dame last week and Clemson the week before. The Orange will more than likely fall out of the top 25. It is 19-9 Pitt with about 90 seconds left in the game. Number 18, Oklahoma State. They're trying to figure out a way to, to close in on Kansas, but the Jayhawks at home look like they're going to get bowl eligible for the first time in a few years, there's five minutes left to play, and Kansas leads 37-16. The number 18 Cowboys, they have been outscored over the last seven-plus quarters. Get this. It has been uh, – sorry, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do the math in my head. 85-16 to 16 over the last four uh, seven-plus quarters, the Cowboys are in a bit of a funk right now. We head out west to Boulder where it is late in the fourth quarter. Number 8 Oregon all over Colorado, 49-10. The Ducks, after that opening season loss, looking for their eighth win in a row. It is late in the fourth quarter, as Steve was talking about earlier, in Athens between the hedges, and number 3 Georgia looks like they may vault up to number 1 next week. They are taking down number 1 Tennessee, 27-6. Tennessee has the ball, but they've got to score in quick fashion, in a hurry. There just doesn't seem to be enough time left. The dogs look to get to 9-0. and Number 25, Central Florida. They've had a back and forth with Memphis at the Liberty Bowl. The Golden Knights now lead 28-21. About 10 minutes to play in the fourth quarter in Memphis. Earlier today, it was number 19, Tulane, getting their eighth win on the season. They beat Tulsa 27-13. Number 7, TCU, gets to 9-0 on the year. They win at home over Texas Tech 34-24. Number 17, North Carolina, gets a 31-28 win over Virginia. The Tar Heels are now 8-1 on the season. Coming up in just Oh, under 30 minutes, it'll be a tussle in Death Valley in Baton Rouge. Number six, Alabama. Number 10, LSU, for control of the SEC West. Also coming up in just under 30 minutes, number 24, Texas, will be on the road in Manhattan to play number 13, Kansas State. Number 14, Utah, in just under an hour, will kick off at home in Salt Lake City as they host Bear Down, Arizona. Also under an hour from now, it'll be number four, Clemson, 
in South Bend under the Golden Dome near Touchdown Jesus to take on Notre Dame. Uh, also, uh, at 7 o'clock tonight, number 21 Wake Forest, number 22 NC State will be in a nice ACC tussle of ranked teams. Number 9 USC later tonight will be at the Coliseum playing Cal. Number 12 UCLA will be in Tempe taking on Arizona State. Last night, number 23 Oregon State fell in Seattle to Washington. Washington might take the Beavers' place in the top 25 next week. Washington won 24-21. In the Missouri Valley today at FCS, it's at the half at the Unidome. Number one in FCS, South Dakota State. They're trying to get their ninth win on the season. They lead Northern Iowa 20-14. to All the rest are finals today, including South Dakota winning at home over Missouri State 20-13. to North Dakota going on the road and getting their sixth win of the season. The Fighting Hawks win 42-7 to over Indiana State. North Dakota State gets their seventh win on the season they wallop western illinois and macomb 56 to 17 and one other final from the day in uh, football st thomas gets the eight and one on the season they beat valparaiso 34 to 7 in indiana the tommies have won eight games in a row they are rolling through the pioneer league undefeated in the conference this season all right jonathan great job and just a thought uh, we visited, I was sitting in for Henry Lake. You were uh, filling in for Chris Tubbs in the producer's chair. And we, we pre- previewed the Big Ten and some of the big games. And obviously Tennessee at Georgia came up today. And Georgia's dominated this game. I've had it on all day. Uh, Tennessee has not been in the football game. It's been all Georgia. And that lights out deep. It has been. Uh, this was Tennessee has been impressive offensively all season long. They have uh, they've scored on everybody, including Alabama, in that wild shootout a few weeks ago. This defense was going to be a step up for Tennessee. We were trying to see, okay, could they score? Could they keep that prolific offense going uh, against a dominant defense? And the answer strictly has been no. Now it has been raining there, so maybe. That's been part of the the solution for Georgia today, but really they just got a lot of dudes on defense, and uh, oh. it's it's just it's just one of those games where ten, the the immovable object and the irresistible force and the immovable object seems to have won again. It usually yeah. does. I'd probably say sixty to seventy percent of the time it's the immovable object. Yeah, that 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 Georgia defense though, and I I haven't seen Georgia a ton this year, but. My oh my! And, and one one get... one other quick result, just just to you know, people might care about this. The other type of football you talked about it earlier uh, with the Mayak, the MLS Cup is going on right now, and Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia, is having a big, a grand old time with the Eagles at uh, eight and zero on the season. The Phillies in the World Series about to play Game Six here in about an hour or so. Uh, the Philadelphia Union, they are leading late in the second period of extra time. Three to two over LAFC in Los Angeles. So uh, Philadelphia, even even though you don't know what's going to happen with the Eagles, the Phillies are down to their last at bats uh, tonight. They they very well may still lift the trophy here this afternoon. All right. Thanks for the update, uh, Jonathan Lowe. Once again, Big Ten top twenty-five. A little Major League Soccer update as well. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll have some more MIAC game reports. Uh, we'll, we'll certainly get a report in on McAllister's home win today, and we'll get an update on St. Olaf and Gustavus. That is on the way in a moment here on College Football Final on News Talk 
E3-O-W-C-C-O. Georgia leads Tennessee 27-13. Vols get a touchdown, but way too late. Just minutes remaining in that game in Athens, GA. Back to the Northern Sun, MSU Moorhead, Concordia St. Paul today in Moorhead. Nolan Schmidt joining us for a quick game report. And Nolan, a win for the Dragons today. Yeah, 21-20 came down to the wire there. Uh, Concordia St. Paul had a 26-yard field goal attempt uh, with about eight seconds remaining. Uh, luckily, Steve Lockway, our head coach, had three timeouts in his pocket and used two of them to, to ice uh, kicker Sam Henson, and he missed it wide left a little bit. Dragons win 21-20. Yeah, and uh, the MSU Moorhead already uh, final week of the regular season coming up next week. Hard to believe how quick the year is gone. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, fun, fun little fact: we had a school record fall today. One of our wide receivers, uh, Gage Florence, uh, has 95 receptions on the season. That's a school record. Previous was 90, so he broke that today. So things happen fast. Records are falling over at MSU Morehead. Yeah, and MSU Morehead on the road at Wayne State. Long trip to Wayne for that noon game next week. Meanwhile, Concordia St. Paul returns home. They will host Minot State at Seafoam Stadium in St. Paul in the regular season finale. Hey, Nolan, thanks for the call today. Of course, thank you. All right, let's jump over to the MIAC today. McAllister and St. Scholastica uh, went uh, into battle today over in St. Paul, and Matt McLagan joins us with a game report. McAllister hosted St. Scholastica in a cross-divisional game today with the Scots outscoring the Saints 54-35 for their second straight win. A slow start had McAllister down early as Ricky Weber of Roseville caught two touchdown passes from Donald West of St. Paul for a 14-0 St. Scholastica lead. The Scots offense righted itself and scored touchdowns on their next five possessions to take a 35-21 lead at halftime. Senior offensive lineman Brant Newman of Indiana, PA, blasted into the end zone on a one-yard run, while senior receiver Ty Bruckner of Wichita, Kansas, caught two touchdown passes from junior quarterback Michael Nadeau of Garden Grove, California. In the third quarter, the McAllister offense stalled twice inside the Saints' 10-yard line, turning the ball over on downs and missing a field goal. But the defense put points on the board for the Scots, with first-year defensive back Jacob Degnan of Kansas City, Missouri, picking off West and returning at 20 yards for a touchdown. St. Scholastica scored two touchdowns in the quarter, thanks in part to a drop punt to pull within six, 41-35. In the fourth quarter, the Scots' defense tightened, forcing a punt on one possession and holding on fourth and goal on another. Nadeau connected with junior running back Logan Pample of Johnston Creek, Wisconsin, and Bruckner to increase the lead 54-35, and senior defensive back Josh Strickler of Chesapeake, Virginia, intercepted West to ice the victory. Nadeau had a record-breaking day, throwing for a school record 556 yards and tying the mark for touchdowns with six. Today's performance also put Nadeau past the school records for passing yards in a season, completions in a season, career passing touchdowns, and career passing yards. His main target today was Bruckner, who caught 10 passes for a school record 265 yards and three touchdowns. Nick Schlender of Stillwater rushed for 161 yards on 24 carries, 
while West threw for 277 yards and four touchdowns, three to Weber, who had 138 yards receiving for the Saints. Next week, Saints Scholastica, 2-7 and seven on the season, plays at Hamlin, while McAllister, who is 4-5, travels to Northfield to face St. Olaf in the final action of the season. All right, very good, Matt. There he is, Matt McLagan from McAllister as they beat St. Scholastica today in the MIAC. We're still not done. We have all the news at 6. Andy Greeter is going to join us from the Pioneer Press from Lincoln where the Golden Gophers rally to beat the Huskers and get bowl eligible. And then we have time to squeeze in a couple of more game reports before the Timberwolves and the Rockets at 6.30. So by all means, don't go away. And on Carrie Clatt's final day, she's got to work OT on her final day. Jonathan Lowe keeping an eye on the Big Ten and the Top 25 scoreboard. Oh, by the way, Game 6 of the World Series, Houston hosting uh, Philadelphia. The Astros can uh, win the World Series with a victory tonight. I'm hoping for a Game 7 on Sunday night. By the way, Vikes on the road. They'll be in Washington. They're a three-point favorite to move to 7-1 and one and beat the Commanders. They're, by the way, 4-4. and four. As promised, the news and weather in a moment on CCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.